Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. How are you? Okay. No. No, no, no. Let's take that back. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Just check in before you respond. <laughs> uh, uh, great question. <laughs> I am, how are you really doing right now? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I'm emotionally exhausted and and physically exhausted and um and I don't know and and sort of uh What's the word? Uh, you know, unsure of what to expect next. So I guess I'm trepidatious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because things keep happening that I don't anticipate. And, um, and I keep saying, oh, I think it's going to get better, it's going to get better. And, and then I'm like, mm, it doesn't really happen. So I, I'm just totally, I, I, yeah, very unsure and uncertain of of what's hap- what's going to happen with myself, my body next. Yeah, which is really hard to deal with. It's hard to sort of be a normal person under these circumstances. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And are you working today, or are you taking the day off? Well, what I've been doing is. Um, Staying home and doing a little bit of work as I can, um, and so that's that's what I'm doing today as well. Uh, there are certain things I definitely need to do, um, but I have a lot of flexibility. So you know, people are are being totally understanding and. I participate when I can, and I I stop when I when I can't, which is great. I really actually stop when I can't do stuff. Good, that's wonderful. It is, and that's kind it of is. new, isn't it? Pardon? It's kind of new to be able yeah. to be so attuned to your body and its limitations right now. Well, I've never really had so many reasons other than my migraine to stop. And I've always honored my migraines, but it takes it takes sort of a severe level of physiological interference for me to stop. And uh, and I'm definitely feeling like more than ever before, I yeah. really need a man. <laughs> like yeah. I've always wanted a man. Now I need one. Yes. And want one. It's a whole different thing. Yes. Absolutely. So it's really, and and you're uncovering a lot of different components, right? What if it were someone like you wrote that it's really, really wealthy, and what would that be like? <clears throat> or someone yeah. that is very passionate about what he does, but actually doesn't have much money at all. Would that be okay? Would that be easier? Uh I have done the man thing who doesn't who I've been with men who don't have money and mm-hmm. I really don't like it. Yeah. I does they don't have to be a gazillionaire but I've I've supported men before. And right. I'm done with that. Like he could be an equal and he could even earn a little less than me but it would be great for me to lean into someone for once in my life, because my father didn't even support me. Mm, right, right. Okay. And, and, and yeah. I had a boyfriend, uh, my my Irish boyfriend supported me. He had, he had, I mean, he wasn't a gazillionaire, but he had decent professional money. 
and uh, it was the best feeling in the world. It was so great. And actually, it was within that relationship that I conceived because I felt safe in that way, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, the world is set up for men to be providers. (laughs) Yeah, that's That's how it's set up. Like, it is much easier for men to earn a lot of money than it is for women. So, um, I don't know. I just, I like earning money, but... And the whole other thing is something I never even, you and I, I haven't even talked to you about yet, is I'm an artist, and I have to forego my art, you know, my creative work because of having to earn all this money. Mm. And I love what I do. Like, I I have found a way to earn decent money doing something that is authentic and, you know, aligned and great. But I, um, I mean, I can imagine if I had a husband who earned, who had money, I would go down to part-time what I'm doing now and part-time do artwork yeah. and part-time be a mom. Like, that's what I, that would be the ideal. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. That would be absolutely great. That would be really the ideal scenario. So, um Huh. So physically, you're feeling exhausted. You had a the weekend in hell. It sounds like. Yeah, I really did. I had a weekend. It's been longer than that. It it had been basically. Well, the funny thing is that the intense nausea. I, I stopped taking my medication. The intense yeah. nausea changed in nature a little bit. Um, and I started throwing up. And then once I started throwing up, I couldn't stop. And, yep. um, and so it was a whole different experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's been about a week or more of hell, maybe even six weeks of hell with periodic breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, and that now it's suppo- it should be going away. How is, is it going away or not quite yet? Well, I'm on anti uh, nausea medication. So the nausea, they they gave me medication in the hospital that finally worked on the nausea. So I haven't been throwing up. I haven't been feeling too. It's a slight, slight low grade nausea, and I can eat some stuff. I still can't eat. I don't want to eat a lot of most everything, but I'm eating stuff, and it's not too bad. And no, the stuff really isn't going away quite yet. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to be in this medication for how long, do you know? And, t- you know, as long as I'm symptomatic. Right. Right. Okay. And is that okay for you, with you? It's absolutely okay with me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yay. I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah. Because the baby's, like, rocking out in there. The baby's, like... Totally awesome, healthy. You know, I'm about to keel over, and the baby's in there, like, running around and swimming, and they're like, oh, my God, this baby's so healthy, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is wild, but it's taking the best out of you. That's why. (laughs) You know, he or she is, the baby's, like, doing it happy. You know, they're doing totally fine. Um, but it's yeah, it is it is intense. It's like I think that the the hardest piece is how to uh, move from being in a state of fear or in a state of anxiety or you know total like the emotional piece because the physical piece you cannot control. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. But how can you just you know like be? What do you need emotionally? And how have you been asking for more support and help? And presence, right? People, people's presence. Yeah. Um, right. So, yeah, I, um, I just asked for someone to pick some stuff up for me, and I've had two people come over, three people come over, and... They bring food, they cook for me, they clean my kitchen, and they um, 
you know, they spend time with me. But my, my brother and my sister, my sister-in-law offered to come over once, and I said yes, but then the day arrived and or the moment arrived, and I wasn't up to it. So I, I said I, I can't do it. And she hasn't asked since. So they are – it's actually a huge relief to let go. You know, a while ago you asked me – you came to Boston for a reason. You know, you don't really like Boston. What? Why do you think you're there for a reason? Why do you think it is? And I wonder if it was to sort out the relationship with my brother, mm. um, or to to work on it for a little while. And we were we have worked on it a lot, but it's not going to be what I want it to be, or had yeah. hoped it would be ever. And um, it's good to let go of that wish because. Living with that wish just creates disappointment yeah. yeah, and frustration. And, you know, my brother is a little, he's a little miniature version of my dad. Mm. And that's hugely disappointing. But it's, he's, I don't think he's quite as mentally ill as my dad is, but he has a lot of the behaviors. Behaviorally, he's like my dad. Yeah. And I actually think he's a batterer. I think he's, you know, my sister-in-law is a batter partner and a oh, batter really? woman. I don't think he's physically abusive, but he is absolutely verbally abusive. Absolutely. Yeah. It's horrible. To the degree that I said, I, I've told them, if you're not getting along well, I can't be, I don't want to see both of you. I can't be in the presence of the two of you. I'll see one of you, but... I can't spend time with you when you guys are not getting along. Because it's really intense. Oh, it's awful. My brother is a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's he's awful. He's belittling. He's domineering. He's a bully. And she puts up with it. She agrees to it. Like, she's part of it. Well, you know, it's like that's, Sometimes it's like they're dysfunctional relationships that people, that people have. It's like they're, you know, their thing. And uh, if, she, if she doesn't want to see it, she's not going to see it, right? It's very likely that she grew up in a similar environment. So yeah. For her, yeah. For her, that's kind of normal. And it's, uh, I, I don't, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, so, it's so hard to witness. I agree with that. And in that case, I totally see that it, it makes a lot of sense that you don't want to be in a relationship with him. I mean, why would you be, want to be in a relationship with someone that that has those kind of, sort of behaviors? I mean, you wouldn't want your children to grow up with that around or to, you know? No way. Like, yeah, no way. And I, I bet that he's a bully with his kids too. If he isn't yet, he will be soon. He has a one-and-a-half-year-old, and at some point it's going to start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really, really sad. My brother is a little bit like that too and I just choose not to spend a lot of time with him. Yeah. Because yeah. Because you know what the truth is, there's nothing that I can do to change him. I really cannot. Absolutely um, nothing. Nothing. You know? Yeah. I mean it's, it's so it's uh, it's it's really hard and it's sad and sometimes it's like you know, we each have our own path and it, and it's sad and it, it involves a grieving process. You know, it does. It really does. That's true. That's very, very true. And it's important to recognize it there because you do have, you know, your sister is also in a place that you cannot have a very healthy relationship with her either. Yeah. So it, it's hard to have a family where you're, yeah, you're, pretty disconnected or pretty, not disconnected, that's not the right word, but it's like um, you have you have actually done your healing journey in a, in a way that it's not easy to be, to stay in connection with them. Yeah, it's been the theme throughout my life. It's, it's mm-hmm. always been that way, and I was hoping my brother Mark would catch up or be on a similar path, but uh, it hasn't happened, so, yeah. Well, you know, there's there's always if he you know at some point he chooses to work on on his himself, it might happen, right? So it's not about giving up on him altogether, but 
Oh, I really, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but it's like, it's about loving them from a distance, right? It's like, yeah. Well, you know, just taking small doses. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. I love them from afar, but they're not, like, I don't really have a tribe, you know, that it comes back to that. I'm walking around. My my karma healer is like, for you, your whole life, it's sort of like been woman alone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's so true. Yeah. And I have friends, and I've had lovers, but I I need to, and want to change that. I want my tribe. I want my partner. You know, I just I want to be part of. I that's why also I really want this partner. Yeah. Yeah. So. All the people that you have in your life now, friends and, you know, I, who would you say are part of your tribe? Are you with you in this process and this wonderful journey with, you know, with your baby? Yeah. Is there anybody that, because I'm guessing that there might be a few people, not a lot maybe, but a few people that are really with you. Yeah. Um, my friend Osa. Okay. And she lives here in Boston. My friend Martha, who lives in Minneapolis. My friend Deborah, who lives in Berlin. My friend Julia, who lives in D.C. Okay. Um, my friend Kristen, who lives in South Carolina. And... My friend Rebecca, who lives here in Boston, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's it. Okay. So there's, Inter- there's a, go ahead. Yeah. Intermittently, my friend Sonal, he he okay. shows up. At times, yeah, he's not close. He's in Boston, but he's not close. But he, you know, he was one of the first to come over and and make food for me and clean my dishes. (laughs) Okay, yeah. What's his name? Sanil S A N I L. He's a guy from India. Ah, huh. And he lives here. So you, you feel close, but it's not someone that you can totally rely on, or, or is it somewhat of a new friendship? Um, it, it's, I can't totally rely on him. I can rely on him at times, you know, and he can okay. come through at times. But, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you have, And I just you have, re- yeah. recently went to a group called Single Mothers by Choice, and um, I met a bunch of really cool women there and trying to, you know, get involved in that community because those guys really help each other out a lot. Yeah. Um, although I found it depressing, Lauda, because, ah, I forgot to mention Rudy. Rudy is a guy who we almost dated, and but yeah. he wasn't the one. But he's been a really supportive friend, and he said, if I need anything, he lives in Brooklyn. He's like, I'll come. Just you just have to give me four hours. I'll come, come get you. You know. So wow. yeah, yeah, it's good. So you, you know, you have. It sounds like you have two solid friends in Boston, and like three, four more that are like, you know, would be like phone reach, Skype, and uh, and yeah. it's like. How you can make these your, you know, your little tribe, like really start relying and asking and being more connected. And really take people on them, like take people on, you know, take Rudy on his word and say, you know, can, can you come for this weekend or something or whatever it may feel like. You know, there's going to come a time, maybe next weekend or the following, where you're like, you know what? This is my life right now. It's still, it's still kind of yucky. I still sometimes throw up or I'm nauseous. But I'm going to have to continue living. I have to go out, and if I need to stop, I'll stop. And I, you know, whatever it may be, but it's like it's a, you know, what I mean is like okay, taking it on stride and just like 
moving moving forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, so far I haven't really felt like when I'm feeling my worst or my my most tired, I really haven't felt like going out. No, of course, of course. I'm I'm, I'm hopeful that now that you're on the nausea medication without any of those extra medications you were taking, that thing will start like being a little bit more stable so you're not you don't have those intense episodes. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, but we'll see. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah. So tell me why you found it depressing to the group. Uh, yeah. These women were... They were not really caring very much about their appearance. Uh. And they were... Okay, this is where we start, start to start tapping. Are you tapping? I've been tapping, right. yeah. Oh, good they, they were... Um, and I asked them, you know, some of them have been... You know, they have four-year-old, five-year-old dot children. And they were telling me about uh, their cohort, you know, of people who had babies around the time they did. And I was like, have any of them, you know, met partners or whatever? And um, <laughs> they said the most amazing thing. Uh, one woman said, most didn't. But of those who did, they found them out of town. Like one was in oh. Philadelphia, one was in Maine, one was in New York. And I, you know, I'm sitting here thinking... All right, what is that about? First of all, it's discouraging that these single women aren't finding partners, by and large. It's the, it's the exception rather than the rule. Um, and second, that they're not finding people here. So if my first hypothesis is, okay, um, Boston sucks for men. And, you know, at this age group, there's a dearth of available men, high quality. Um, and then this thought occurred to me, well, maybe this group has the same thing I have, which is some sort of force field around them, right? <laughs> they're, they're like, you know, keeping men away from them, or there's something about them that's similar to me in that they have resisted partnership or fighting the right partner, mm. you see? Yeah. So, um, yeah, because it's, it's interesting. You asked about, and this, is, this was a wonderful question, you know, how many of them, so you're getting to know them, and who, but did you ask how many of them wanted or want a partner? That's true. I did not ask that. Because some women are so, and, and this will give you a lot more information, but some women for whatever reason, you know, they had really negative experiences, either growing yeah. up or with past partners, that they said, you know what, I'm doing this on my own, forget it. I'm not, I don't care. I don't, I don't really want a partner. I have met a lot of women in my life where they they had friends, they even dated, they had, but they did not want a partner. And definitely they didn't want to live in partners. Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't ask that. I just assume everyone wants a partner. <laughs> that's course, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that it's wrong. It's just that that's, you know, it proves how much we see life through our own lens. Right? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. That's right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, have a, I know of a woman who actually uh, adopted two children from, I believe, Guatemala, and she stated that she's never wanted anybody to live with her. She's like, these are my children, I don't want to, you know, bring anybody into the home. If, you know, what if they want to have a say on how I'm raising them or what I'm doing with my life? No way. No way. Wow. I, you know, yeah. I, you know, it's like it's a very different, a very different dynamic, different, very different energy. Out of the house when the kids are in their activities, she may have people that she goes out to or she can have a babysitter and she goes out for an evening, but she doesn't want anybody in the home. Huh. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's, and that's, of course, her, 
know, her predicament. That's what works for her. And I'm, I have no judgment whatsoever. No, 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 no. Right? It's like, so So it's interesting. It's not so much a, a, a force field that, you know, pushes men away, but maybe just different life decisions that led them to to be single mothers because that was more important to them. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So, well, that's that's not going to be me because I really love men and I really want one in my life. Of course. Now, you're in a very different place. You're in a very, very different place. And, yeah. and you know, I know that Stefan said no long-distance relationships. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah, I can totally see that. Absolutely. And, and at the same time, it's like, hmm, like, you know, circumstances change so much. Right. Uh, you know, there may be somebody in Maine, New Hampshire, New York, you know, Vermont. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily Boston. It could be somebody that lives in Western, somebody that lives in Western Mass. That, you know, it's like, I, I would not limit, I would not limit yourself just by vicinity. Um, there's also outer Boston. I have a very close friend who lives in Attleboro. And her, her her new boyfriend is in I believe it's it's not it's near Concord it's not Concord but near Concord, um, so you know so that they live in so it's like surrounding communities. Yeah. And uh, and let me tell you, she is our age, and she found the most amazing man. So the one thing is that as you're working on your things. He is working on his. And if this hasn't happened yet, it's because he's not quite ready. There's something that he's finalizing that has to do with, like, maybe if you, were, if you would have met, which would have been perfect a year ago, you would have said, you know what, no, this is, this is not what I want. Yeah, yeah. Well... Yeah, I've been sort of yelling lately, like, where are you? Where have you been? What is going on here? Good, like, what good. The fuck? Where the fuck good. are you, you know? Good, good. That's wonderful. Wonderful. That is really great. Yeah. I, I'm ready, right? I'm totally ready. Where the fuck are you? I'm just like, you know, I'm done waiting. Yeah. And what comes after that when you, like, have you been able to, like, punch something? Because that would be a good one. If you don't, if you don't, if you can tap and run, which we can do together, but another thing that when you feel decent with your, you know, physically. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like punch a pillow or just push a pillow or just throw a pillow, you know, something that is, like, you know, just really allows you to move that energy. You know, Lauda, the cool thing, I haven't been doing that yet. I have in the past with with, um, with Stefan, which has been great. <laughs> in some of our sessions, I actually bought a whistle bat specifically for that purpose. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. But I, uh, I have been telling people right away, like an um, eHarmony thing, I've been telling people I'm pregnant. And some people are like, there's been one person who's like, oh, that's not going to work for me. But all the others are sort of like, hey, congratulations, that's great. And they continue to talk to me. So it's really, it's been, that's been positive. That's, that's actually amazingly positive because yeah. this, is, this is exactly it, right? You're coming to a level where you're like, you know what, this is it. This is who I am. And right now I'm a pregnant woman. <laughs> Take it or leave it, and I don't care which one it is. Perfect. It's perfect because can you imagine getting involved in any way with someone and then finding out like what, two, three dates later that they have no intention or desire to be, be, to be parents? It's like, that's a waste of time. That's been the nature of the last seven years of my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's stupid men who are, who are lying to themselves or to me or whatever. And uh, yeah. Yep. So it's actually a great filter. 
this whole time I've had fear that it was going to scare men away, but actually it's the opposite. It is the proper filter. Oh, it's a perfect one. Yeah. Yeah. So how how is that going? Are you in like are you interested in anyone at all or? No, but I, I'm having two really interesting conversations, so that's good. I'm enjoying that. Great. Yeah. Because it's uh, is it through eHarmony? Yes, it's through eHarmony. Great. And uh, why do you, because it's too early to tell if you're interested in them? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's basically been email and texting. It's not phone calls yet. I just haven't been well enough to actually talk to anybody or do anything. So it's just, it's the early stages. So, yeah. Good, good. And that's great that it takes some time because then you're also getting into a better place and you get more of a sense of who they are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So take a breath for a moment. And I hope are you in a very comfy place? Can you just really relax wherever you are? Yeah. Let's see if I can make it even more comfy. Yeah. Well yeah, allow yourself to just stretch if you need to, like straight in yeah. the back or whatever it might be to make you very comfy. Okay. Yep. Just just as you stop tapping, I want you to just notice that your body is really, you know, has this like this like skin and then there's a layer of energy around you. And tell me if you notice any particular place in your energy field or in your body that is especially like either tight or blocked or it has something, any color that you notice in any area. What is almost like you do a scanning? What do you notice? There's a little something on my left side. Okay. A little tightening or puckering or something, yeah. By my left arm, my left elbow, yeah, forearm. Okay. A part of my energy field. Okay. And if this tightening wanted to do something, would it be to reach out? Would it be to punch? Would it be to receive? What what is what is this tightness about? Um yeah. I think maybe it's to receive. Okay. And it's interesting because we tend, we do actually receive from our left. And we can we think, yes, we receive from our left and we give to our right in general. Is that true? That's interesting. Yeah, that's. Yeah, whenever you uh, yeah, whenever you hold hands, we we receive with our left side. It just comes in and it goes out on our right. Yeah, I don't know. I learned that. I don't even know where it came from, but yeah, I'm holding hands, it's always the left hand goes up and the right goes down. So you receive and then you get like if you're in a circle or something. So if you move that arm and you open your palm and place it upward. How does that feel? To just really It feels what? uncomfortable. It's an awkward yeah. situation. Okay. Good. Good. So we're getting to so tell me about it, more about this discomfort. Is it uncomfortable? How? It's like my arm doesn't naturally move in that way. Mm. Okay. Like the muscles are formed around moving in different other positions, you know. It's sort of, it feels a little tight, you know, like it's not a, an easy, comfortable position. It doesn't naturally want to stay open. Yeah. Okay. 
So what would be more natural? Would it be more natural to place your hand down or close it? Yeah, to put my my hand palm down on my thigh. Mm, okay. Okay. So just try again, just gently, gently, without you know pushing. Try again to put your your hand up. And notice the discomfort. Now how uncomfortable would you say it is from zero to ten? What is the intensity? Um it's a four. Okay. So it's not terrible, it's not really, but it's slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just awkward and unnatural. Feeling. Right, it's unnatural, yes. Okay. So let's tap together and see where this leads, okay? We're just talking to your body and see what's going on. Even though it's really unnatural and uncomfortable for me to be open to receiving this way. Even though it feels really unnatural and uncomfortable to be open to receiving in this way. And my left, my left arm is letting me know. And my left arm is letting me know. Take a breath and let it go. I am choosing to be surprised. I'm choosing to be surprised by the delightful feeling that comes. By the delightful feeling that comes from being receptive and open. By being receptive and open. Even though it doesn't come naturally to me to receive. Even though it doesn't come naturally for, to me, for me to receive. I didn't grow up with it. I definitely didn't grow up with it. I had to be completely on the opposite end. I had to be there to help others. I had to completely be on the opposite end and be there to help out others. Let go, try to breathe deep, deep breath. I'm I'm starting an, a new phase in my life. I'm starting a new phase in my life. And during this journey, I do need help. And during this journey, I really do need help. It's out of my comfort zone. It's out of my comfort zone. And my left arm is letting me know. And my left arm is letting me know. And yet I welcome change. And yet I welcome change. Because there's so much of me that is ready to receive. Because there's so much of me that is ready to receive. Tapping to the points. I honor my left arm for letting me know. I honor my left arm for letting me know. That it's not comfortable to be open. That it's not comfortable to be open. Maybe I feel like I'm weak. Maybe I feel like I'm weak. Maybe it's not it's not okay to be asking for help. Maybe it's not okay to be asking for help. I've always been the strong one. I have always been the strong one. And it is uncomfortable to have to ask for help. Can you say that one more time? Yeah, it's uncomfortable to have to ask for help. It's uncomfortable to ask for help. Yeah, there's a part of me that interprets these as being weak. Is that true? Um, no. It's not weak. It's more like, uh, what is it? It's... Are you there, Deb? Okay, yeah, good, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And just trying to get into the feeling of it. It's um oh, good. Enough. Take your time. Okay. It's uh it's 
it's denied. It's like the feeling is that it's like a whole part of me that I cut off because it was unwelcome. There was no room for it. And so I just, we all just pretended it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't weak per se. It was just sort of not welcome and no room at the end. Rejected. Just, but not because it's bad or weak. It's more just like there's no room for you in your needs. So that's how it feels more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Take a breath and keep on tapping. Until this day. And to be safe. No, until. Until this day. Oh, until this day. There has been no space for my needs. Yeah. That's it. There has been no space for my needs. And I had to pretend to do it all on my own. And I had to pretend to do it all on my own. And I did pretty well. And I did pretty well. But this baby is inviting me. But this baby is inviting me. To actually integrate all of who I am actually integrate all of who I am. And shining a beautiful light. And shining a beautiful light. On the part of me that has needs. On the part of me that has needs. That is not totally self-sufficient. That is not totally self-sufficient. And I honor this baby and myself. And I honor this baby and myself for allowing me this opportunity. For allowing me this opportunity. The partner that I want. The partner that I want. It's a man who needs to feel needed. Is a man is a man who wants to feel needed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's part of who he is. It's part of who he is. And that may be one of his needs. It's okay for that to be one of his needs. And that's okay for that to be one of his needs. And if I am totally self-sufficient, and if I'm totally self-sufficient, he would not be able to fulfill that need. Yeah, he would not be able to fulfill that need. When in reality... When in reality... I also want to address my needs. I also want to address my needs. Be open about them. Be open about them. And recognize that I don't have to do it all on my own. And recognize that I don't have to do it all on my own. Men like feeling needed. Men like feeling needed. And my ideal partner would really strive fulfilling my needs and my ideal partner will really thrive fulfilling my needs protecting and caring for me protecting and caring for me allowing me to be who I am allowing me to be who I am encouraging me to express my needs encouraging me to express my needs and I thank my left arm for reminding me <laughs> and I thank my left arm for reminding me that it is an uncomfortable place. That this is an uncomfortable place. It does not come naturally for me. It does not come naturally for me. Sometimes it's easy to complain. Sometimes it's easy to complain. But it's much harder to make a request. But it's much harder to make Trying to think about complaining. What's that? I'm trying to think about this complaining thing. Uh huh. Can you say more about what you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Ah, so I'm going to tell you these. I now choose to to request. I, I now. Yeah. Go ahead. I now choose to request. I now choose to request the presence, the presence of my partner. I now choose to request the presence of my partner. I no longer need to complain about it. I no longer need to complain about it. Because uh, when I complain, because when I complain, I close my energy. I close my energy. When I make a request to the universe, when I make a request to the universe, I'm open to receiving. I'm open to receiving. And that's a complete different energy. And that is a complete different energy. It does not come naturally to me. It does not come naturally to me. But that's part of the change. But that is part of the change. Stepping out of my comfort zone. Stepping out of my comfort zone. Which I've been doing forever. (laughs) Which I've been doing forever. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, one this is more the latest small. way. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. This is the latest version. This is the latest more, version. Yeah. One more small step out of my comfort zone. One more small step out of my comfort zone. To receive what I truly want. To receive all that I truly want. Take a deep breath. Yeah. When we complain, what happens, as I said, is that we close our energy. We just go into a negative place about how, like, there's no men in Boston or they're not good enough for this or the other thing. And about anything at all. It doesn't have to be just that. It could be anything at all. When we make a request, let's say that you want to help with somebody doing the dishes, whatever it may be. You know, and and you have a you know, friend over, or maybe your partner's there, or a lover, or whatever it might be. And you say, oh, and I can't believe you. And, you know, you de- never even notice that the dishes are dirty. The person, when you we say something like that, they're not very willing to say, oh, don't worry, I'll do them. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you say, you know, I noticed that you know you may not have noticed, but would you would you be okay for you to do the dishes whenever you have a minute? That would be really wonderful if you can do that for me. It would be a complete different response, don't you think? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but be, because we are survivors, it's very hard for us to request what we need because, like you said, there was no room. So the only sometimes outlet that we had was about complaining how things were not okay, either internally to somebody, you know, or just like, you know, a journal, whatever it might be, just sharing how we were not satisfied or fulfilled or there was no space or even just, you know, like keep on treading. But it's, it is a new skill to have and develop to really make requests. It is. And a couple of days ago, I asked my friend Rebecca if she could, if she has a chance, could she get some macaroni and cheese and apple juice for me? <laughs> and the, the day after she came and she brought her little six, 18-month-old baby and she made some, like, we sat here and she made some mac. She brought it and made macaroni and cheese, and her little boy played, and we talked, and then it was great. And then she's going to come over today and and put my recycling out and clean my dishes. Wow! Yeah, and she said that. How old is her baby? Uh, eighteen months. Wow! And she has a full full busy schedule with an eighteen month old. Yeah, I know. And she just drops everything. And Well, she doesn't drop everything, but she comes when she can. And I just, I I do need to ask 
Maybe maybe I could get some advice from you on how to ask. What are some things I could ask for or ways I could ask? Well, what is it that you would like? What What is your, your need? What is it that you would like to ask? You for? know, that's actually the main problem. <laughs> because okay. sometimes I don't even know what to ask for. I had a whole conversation with Martha. I told my friend Martha in Minneapolis about this, like, I don't sometimes even know what to ask for. I don't know what I need or want. Yeah. And she's and I was like, maybe that you she could help me with that, like figuring out what do I need to ask for. Yeah. So one of the ways, and this is I had a client who like very similar. She she couldn't ask for anything. And what I asked her to do was an exercise and on a regular basis, whenever she remembered and any given time of the day or night, okay, any just to get in touch with her body and what her body needed and wanted. And this is how it goes. It's so incredibly simple. It's like, well, now I really need to go pee. And just make it a, you know, raise that awareness. And now I'm hungry, but I, let's see, what am I hungry for? And start discerning. So it's about raising the awareness of what is it that you need or want in any given moment. And if you get in touch with that, this is all about your second chakra that is really awakened with this baby there. Second chakra is all about creativity, partnering, sensuality and sexuality, receiving, and raw needs, raw, like really raw needs and wants. They all come from there. Anger, that's where this, this seed, the that's the seeding of anger is the second chakra. Anger? So all of you, anger, yes. Anger, hmm. frustration, resentment, yes. raw, like raw, raw emotions. And it's a, usually a chakra that unless we're in love and we're like, you know, super lovey-dovey, we tend to shut it down because it has really intense emotions that are not appropriate. You know what I mean? Ah, interesting. But it is the side is also the, the seeding, the seed of femininity and reception and receptivity. So it's so important to get in touch with like these raw wants and needs. And a lot of the times, most human beings, when we get uh, you know socialized, we shut down that. And to you know, to various degrees, but there's times where we just completely lose touch with what are our real wants and needs. What is it that I truly want? But what is it? So I find it that it's very good to start it very where you already are, where you are at. Sorry, where you're at. You already know that you know it's going to be much better for you to have mac and cheese than maybe a green salad. It just it does not feel right. Right. Yeah, and, and yeah. those kind of things are very simple, and you're very much in touch with, right? Yeah, definitely. It's it's kind of cool actually, because it's so that voice right now is so loud and it's so mm-hmm. absolute. You know, the yes. what food I can and cannot take is so strong and clear and black and white. <laughs> so it's really interesting. Yeah. It's interesting it, that is aligning with what you're saying. Yeah, and it's very, very, because it's opening up and it's right there and there's so much happening there that that is really activated. So that chakra is really full on right now. Sure and is, just check. yeah. Just, you know, just really check. It's like, hmm, would I like some company? Would I like to be with someone or do I rather be on my own? And you can check that like moment to moment, day by day, or you can just say, you know, you know, today I would really like to spend time with someone. It would be really wonderful. Maybe you could just watch a movie. Or no, I just I just need some quiet time. I don't I don't really want to connect with anybody. And it's okay to change your mind and then see, like you know, like you did with your sister in law. It didn't work for you to have her over. Yeah, it felt so exhausting. Right, right. Maybe you knew that at some level you were going to have to hear about her drama and you were not up for it or, you know, whatever it was. So, yeah. on a, right, it's like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, this is what's happening. And yeah, it's not, it's not going to work for me. And then just think, you can just 
you know, as you relax and sit back, you say, hmm, yeah, I would love to spend a little time with someone, but who? And also, this is this is a part where you are both the child and the mom, in the sense that there's going to be this part, this part of you, this child in you, that says, well, I want to spend time, but I want to spend time with Otho. I don't want to spend time with Rebecca today. And you can, you know, and then you negotiate, which is a fabulous skill to develop already. <laughs> Where you say, you know, I totally understand you want to spend time with Osa, but Rebecca is coming, and Osa may come in a couple of days. Is that okay? And then you get your answer. Your answer is going to be very clear. It's going to be like, no, I'd rather be on my own. Oh, okay, yeah, I can go with that. When kids get into like a one-and-a-half, two-year-old, you may notice it already with Rebecca's baby, they just go into like, I want the red bucket. I really want the red bucket, and that's the only one. And then you say, for whatever reason, the red bucket is not there. It's, you know, the next boy over. And so, well, you cannot have the red one, but you can have this blue one. No, I want the red one. You're like, well, I'm so sorry. You know, it's just, you know, maybe at another time we can get a red one. Right now, the red one is not available. And to deal with that frustration that they really wanted the red one, they do have an option. They can have the blue one. So it's also negotiating that it's it's not because... One of the things that I don't know if this happens to you or not, but for me, it was really hellish to start to honor my needs and wants and voice them, and then at times I didn't get them met, and then I would go straight into, like, see, there's no room for my needs. Yeah, yep, I I can imagine that. <laughs> right? So I can so relate to that. Yeah. 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 We go straight yeah. into, like, I told you. I told you there was no room and there's no space for our needs. Shut, you know, just shove that part back out. You know, just back in. There's no space. Instead of saying, okay, you know, let's be coaches. Let's be also the mom here. And it's like, you know, it is true. I mean, for me, Stefan is not always going to be available whenever I want him. And it's it doesn't mean that he doesn't love me. He doesn't care about me. Because you know, I, I can go into this hole. Like, you know, you know it's, it's really fascinating how we just go into our old story. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we have to coach uh, ourselves and, and soothe our soul when it's like it's meeting some, you know, an available person or an available need at this time for whatever reason, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes maybe you want vanilla ice cream this afternoon and, you know, there's a huge storm out there and you're like, well, you don't want to go in the storm and they're not going to deliver it for whatever reason. And you're just like, see, there's, you know, this is proof and how not to, like, get so attached to that. Right? Right. But it's actually amazing because as you're opening up, Look at the wonderful thing that is happening in each harmony where, yeah, there's one man that says, you know, I, I wish you the best and I'm not, this is not something I'm interested in. And then there's others that are saying, wow, that's fabulous. You know, tell tell me about it. So, you know, where are you at? What's going on? Yeah, it's great. And I'm actually even grateful for that guy for saying no. I was like, thank you so much for knowing yourself <laughs> right. and telling you the truth, you know. Yeah, yeah, and being very clear, and it's also, but it's also a wonderful thing to recognize that receiving a no doesn't mean that you don't get what you want. Is that That's just, right, yeah. You're you're meeting another person who also knows where they're at and what's important to them, and they can also express it. Great, yeah. Yeah. So, so how do we switch, you know, this this whole switch from complaining about no men and no men in Boston and where mm-hmm. the hell is he and how do I do that? How do I switch from that energy to the requesting energy? Well, I mean, I I've, been, that... I've been begging God lately. That's one thing I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know and that's that... the same thing as requesting, begging, but... Yeah, no, it is. It is because it's a similar energy. It's a similar energy. It's about like, but it's, you know, so check in with your arm right now. How is your left arm right now? It's uh. Is it still a four when you put your palm up? 
No, no, it's not. It's uh, it's reduced. It's about it's about a two and a half. Okay. So maybe the piece that we need to address is it's complaining versus requesting. Yeah. And it's and it's a change in energy and it's about honoring the complaint and shifting to the request. Yeah. So really it's it's a process. So that's what I was I was gonna ask you. Would you like to keep our Wednesday appointment or do you wanna change that? Yeah. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm thinking what what I would recommend from here to there is like Notice as your day goes goes by, when does that energy come up, the complaining? And what is it about? Is it about being frustrated? Is it about being hurt or, you know, sad or, dis- you know, feeling uh, disappointed? What is What is behind the complaint? Okay. Okay? Yeah. So pay attention to what it is instead of just leaving. Let it flow. Just let it flow, but pay attention to what it is, even if it's about your nausea, okay? Okay. Right. Okay, cool. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Okay, yeah. you too. Okay, have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Take care, Laura. Right, you too. Okay, bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.